Oh, I'm ready to leave. Is it time for me to go? As soon as I get in that car, I'm turning on the flow. Baby, time to go to bed. But mama, I want to listen to the flow. Y'all go ahead and keep working hard. Showing lots of love from out west. Shout out to the flow. Shout out to the flow. Welcome to the podcast where all our favorite NFL teams are 0-1. Welcome to The Flow. Ladies first, we have in the studio Shelby Zelmer. How are you living? I'm living lavish, bringing it back from like the first or second episode <laughs> right there. Wow, that was mine. I'm actually impressed you just said that. Right. <laughs> You feeling good? You feeling good? Yes, I'm I'm feeling great. I had some Cheerios before we started recording, so I am in game mode right now. Good, Shelby, good. Shelby might be the whitest person I know. I 100% <laughs> am, yes. Unless I'm throwing it back on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, it's cool. We need some flavor in there. We need some flavor in here. <laughs> right next to her, we have Carlos Buzz of Larkin. How are you living? Man, I'm living great. You know, I had a good weekend, good first day back to class. Let's get it. Right next to him, CVB Karan Von Berg. How are you living? I'm all right. We're we're only one here in Indianapolis, but at least my quarterback can throw a ten yard slant. So, you know, I'm feeling pretty optimistic. That's how that's how I'm going to go into this episode and into the season. All right, all right. That's one thing I do want to jump into. You had the Colts as your lock, and they ended up losing. Upset. In, I had them. You had them. Okay, you had them on your upset. And well, they still upset you no matter what, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, okay. Let's talk about Adam Vinatieri. What What's your thoughts on him? I, I need to get your insight. Man, um, I, I don't know. It's so hard to tell because it's the NFL's all time leading scorer, best kicker of all time. Um, and he comes out and single-handedly loses the game for the Colts. So, obviously, I'm not very happy with him at the moment. But by Sunday, hopefully I'll be happy with him. Um, I, I don't think you got to look at another kicker yet. But after this week, if he's bad again, then you gotta let him. You got to let him go. Let 12 come back and kick field goals or something. <laughs> I'm going to comment on that, too. Uh, it's just shocking, man. You know, when you see Vinatieri play like that, it's kind of like, you know how once a dog gets to a certain age, like the dog starts peeing on its own, like, and then you can't control how it uses the bathroom. And then what do you do to that dog eventually? You gotta, you gotta eventually you down, get it put man. down. So right now, Vinatieri's peeing all over the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Tearing up, tearing up shoes. But guys, we're still in week one. <laughs> okay, I know it's week one. It's week super one. early. Thank you, Shelby. It's week one. It's super early. But that game wouldn't even went to overtime. It would have been a dub for the Colts. True, but I mean, I would give him at least two more weeks before. One more week. If he misses two or three field goals next week, you can't. You know. And it's not like he has anything to prove. I mean, he's the greatest kicker ever. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, he could just take a lot of money and go home and hang out with his wife. I mean, that sounds like the life right yep. there. Yeah, him and his wife can kick field goals all day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Oh my <laughs> I'm literally speaking about outside kicking field goals. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Okay, I don't know cool, why we're cool, laughing. Cool. I mean, you're in a room full of males. Like, I mean. <laughs> you threw in it. Honestly. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> honestly, I didn't know what she was saying, but it could have been anything. Right. <laughs> it still is anything. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it up to your imagination. Right, 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 right. <laughs> the listener's imagination. <laughs> well, we're going to go right into week two with our Blue Plate Special. Time for the Blue Plate Special. The Jaguars over the Titans. Vikings over the Bills. My lock of the week this week is going to be the New England Patriots over the Miami Dolphins. Lock of the week. Buzz, I'm going to pick on you. Who do you have as your lock of the week? 
my lock of the week. Man, oh man. This one's always a little bit easier. I'm going to go with the Giants at home against the Bills. Now, that might not sound like a lock to you, considering that the Bills just had a great comeback win against the Jets. But, man, the Giants, they actually, they, I don't know if you guys watched the Dallas game, but they didn't look bad. I mean, they kept it way closer than I think a lot of people thought they would. Sean Shepard didn't look bad. Saquon Barkley's first carry was 60 yards, you know what I mean? Uh, the Bills, I will give Josh Allen some credit. He looked good yesterday. Um on leading that comeback drive against the Jets and Sam Darnold. But uh, Giants at home, I think Saquon's going to torch that defense personally. So I'm going to take the Giants over the Bills. I'm going Chargers at Lions. Uh, the Lions just tied with the Cardinals with uh, rookie quarterback in week one at home. Or, no, in, in Arizona. Um, but, I don't know, Matt Stafford has never been, you know, like elite. He's been a solid quarterback, but... I feel like the Lions coming off a tie in week one, they're just going to feel a little deflated, and the Chargers are coming off a win against the Colts. So I think Chargers are a lock in week two. Just getting this out here right now, I am not a big NFL person, but I feel like just to kind of grind Karan's gears, I'm going to go with the Titans. Yes. That's a lot. That's going to be right. my lock for the week. The over-under over is 44. So, yeah. I mean... We're going with... What does the over-under have to do with lock? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I'm locking them down. That's what it said on my iPhone in the time that I took to look up this. So, yeah. We're going with the Titans. Um, I mean, Nashville, great city. Yeah, and they just beat the they beat the Browns, too. And the Browns had a lot, a lot of hype around them. Yeah. I was shocked by that performance by Cleveland. So Yeah, especially Baker Mayfield just kind of really falling apart after the oh, yeah. first half. Man, three INT. There was a, there was a, I think there was a point in time where like his, like his drives were like interception, interception, pick six, like three straight drives. That's what it was. So they got to go back to the drawing board. And honestly on that, with all the hype that's been around Baker Mayfield, it kind of calls into question what kind of mentality went into the game having. And then after, it looks like he kind of got hurt on one of the plays at the end of the first half. And so after that, what he was thinking coming out of the locker room at the same time. True. Right. Well, for me, I have the Patriots uh, beating the Dolphins. The Dolphins got absolutely slaughtered. I'm surprised there's even an, uh, Dolphins fans out here. They're sushi now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah, basically that's what – What's who, who did they face? They Oh, the Ravens, right? Yep. Yeah, because Lamar Jackson had an outstanding game. He, he just showed he can, he's not only just a running quarterback – he could actually throw the ball. But the Dolphins' defense was absolutely disgusting, and Tom Brady's going to do something with them. <laughs> do something with him? Yeah, he's going to do something, so he's going to take him to the back with a <laughs> old, old yeller. <laughs> <laughs> with our locks, we also have our upsets. Karan, who is your upset for this um, week? I'm going Steelers over the Seahawks. I know the Steelers just got piped 33-3 on <laughs> Sunday Night Football, but... Um, Steelers are at home in Heinz Field. Seahawks are coming off a not-too-impressive win over the Bengals. They kind of just scraped by. Um, I think the Steelers, I think they're still a decent football team. I don't think they're going to lay in. I think they're going to win against the Seahawks. All right, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I'm taking the Redskins at home against Dallas. Uh, Washington looked good. They they played. A, they, I mean, I know it's a sixty minute game, but they had a great first half against the Eagles, and they were shutting them out at one point. And Carson Wentz ended up having a great day and coming back and getting the Eagles win. But 
The Washington defense has had some upgrades this offseason. Landon Collins from the Giants, that was a big pickup for that secondary. And uh, Dak Prescott feasted against the Giants defense, and I, I just can't see him really feasting against that Redskin defense. So the Cowboys are going to have to get Ezekiel Elliott going, which I don't think will happen in this one in Washington. I'm taking the Redskins over the boys. Okay, so do we have to pick a different one than anyone else? Is no. this, okay, no. so I was, I'm going to agree with Karan. I feel like the Seahawks, they always play a lot better when they're at home, but because they're at Heinz Field, this time it's going to be just a whole different environment. And at the same time, the Steelers have a lot to prove after getting that loss this past week. So going with the Steelers, and I love ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stand it. Well, for for my upset, I I have the Cardinals beating the Ravens. I know the Ravens just came from a remarkable game, as I just said. But Kyler Murray didn't look too bad. He didn't look that shabby. He looked like the truth. Yeah. Like, he was he was connected with Larry on all angles. David Johnson's. I hope he has a better game than he did last. I mean, it wasn't a bad game, but he only had, I believe, 82 yards. So I feel like uh, Arizona's going to turn that around and upset the Ravens. I like it. I like it. Well, those are some pretty good predictions. But with the predictions, we got also fantasy players coming in this in this talk. Uh, we got what? We got to start them and sit them, Cron. Let's get it going right off the bat. I'll go ahead and uh, start with my – I'm going to start with my sit them this week. Okay. I'm going to go with my sit them. And I'm going to go with uh, Devonta Freeman, man. I mean, he uh, he disappointed week one as it is. He had a f- fumble. He didn't have a great game at all. And uh, not just him, I think the Falcons team as a whole, you know, kind of came out flat and they got dominated by Minnesota, you know. But uh, they're going against Philly, who, I mean, which it's not going to be really any easier. That's a divisional matchup, I believe. No, it's not a divisional matchup, but it's an NFC matchup. Uh, I just, I don't know. Devonta Freeman, it's kind of scary. It's a Sunday night game. He's my sit him this week. Uh, my sit him for the week is this one's going to be tough to swallow if you're an owner of Todd Gurley, but I'm sitting him this week if I have him. Um, didn't look too great last week. Uh, didn't get nearly as many carries as his backup Malcolm Brown did. And the Rams, I just feel like they're going to struggle a little bit this year, and, and with that, the they're going to be running the ball a little less. I think they might be behind in more games. And uh, this week they play the Saints. So I think the Drew Brees and the Saints are going to come out early and, and be hot. And I, I think the Rams are going to abandon the run game early on. And Todd Gurley is going to get the short end of the stick. I could definitely see that happening. I mean, he didn't even – there was uh, he wasn't even on the goal line yesterday at points. You know what yeah. I mean? It, yeah. it, it was weird. It was definitely weird. But uh, my starter this week, uh, I'm going with a popular opinion here. Philip Dorsett, man. You think that Antonio Brown coming back is going to take away his production, but I think it's just going to open it up even more. I mean, it's just going to, it's just going to, you know what I mean? It's going to take less attention off of him, especially the game he had last night. A couple touchdowns. I don't know if he cracked 100 yards, but I think he was close. But if Brady's already looking at you like that, it's it's a good thing, you know what I mean? And I, he's on the waiver wires, I bet, in a lot of leagues. Oh yeah, so every, you can every get, single league. So if you're listening to this, pick him up, put him in at flex if you need to. Um, that's that's a bold one. I'm going to go less bold. I'm going Sammy Watkins. Obviously, he ate up against uh, the Jaguars in week one. But uh, the Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill. Offense is still humming without him. Sammy Watkins is the new number one in, in KC for at least the next few weeks. I think they're going to try to feed him early and often, get him going as that number one wide receiver confidence boost, and I think he's going to eat up this week. And it's against the Raiders, so... <laughs> All right, well, I do have a question for you guys because Monday night football is today, and one team that is noticeably hasn't been playing is the New Orleans Saints. They're going against the uh, Houston Texans. Who do you guys have for that game? 
Say it on three. One, two, three. Saints. Saints. <laughs> <laughs> Unanimous. And I, if they're at home, it just makes it even better. I just, I'm they not are, sold. They are at home, actually. I, I'm not sold on Houston's offensive line, even though they added Laramie Tunsil. Uh, defense, they're still going to be solid with J.J. Watt up front, rushing the passer, Whitney Merciless at, at linebacker. But I just, I just, I don't know. I think the loss of Clowney is going to be huge, and I, I don't see that offensive line being much better than it was last year. So I'm going Saints all day. Definitely. I mean, Kawan couldn't have said it any better, truthfully. The... The Saints are. I mean, last year they it looked like they was gonna break scoring records. Like they they put a, they, they they put points on the board. They have a lot of threats. You got one of the best quarterbacks in the game, Alvin Kamara, is poised for a big season with Mark Ingram going this year, and you got Michael Thomas who's gonna catch ten who's catching ten plus a game. You know, what I mean, not literally, but he can do that. He is that reliable of a guy. That's a no brainer to me. Shelby, who are you picking? You never said it on three. <laughs> well, I mean, as I said, my my NFL knowledge is not the biggest, but you know, I kind of like to go against people sometimes, especially when it's Ron. I'm just gonna go with Houston on this one. I feel like they're gonna win, <laughs> Def- definitely. That ten yeah. <laughs> that ten thirty game, JJ Watt up front, and I mean Deshaun Watson, just a killer of a man when he has the ball. He can run all over him. I feel like he's going to throw it down the field, get a couple <laughs> TDs. I love your analysis. And who who that say they going to beat the Saints? Houston. <laughs> <laughs> actually, uh, speaking, since we're actually talking about Houston, did you guys see like DeAndre Hopkins write down his, his goals for the year? Oh, yeah. Uh, it said, like, no, if you didn't know, Shelby, DeAndre Hopkins didn't drop a single pass last year. Any ball that touched his hands didn't drop. So that's his goal. His goal is to break the record in like NFL touch, receiving touchdowns, I think. Yep. And then his goal is to break a thousand yards. So. Okay, I don't even think that's a realistic goal. I mean, I know he did it last year, but at the same time, to put yourself in that kind of position where I'm going to catch every single pass that comes my way, I mean. You would think that was everybody's, you, you, right? You, right. <laughs> I mean, that's mine every time I go out and I try to play a catch with my cousins. Right. Like it's not happening. I'm going to get hit in the face at least once. <laughs> right. But it's crazy to think he actually did that for a year. Pretty crazy. Yeah, the fact that, like, every – I mean, Deshaun Watson is a really good quarterback. I'm not going to lie. He's real – he's improved himself throughout the years. So, I feel like him throwing bullet passes at uh, uh, Hopkins, I feel like that's actually not bad because some of these some of these wide receivers can't, can't catch a cold. Mm-hmm. And, like, you wonder how they got into the NFL, and he's actually been showing himself off. I really like it. I do too. On to the other Monday night game tonight. Raiders, Broncos, who we going? <laughs> I'll take this one. Uh, I'm going to go with Denver. I mean, I'm not saying the Raiders are a bad team. I mean, they still have some talent there. You know, Derek Carr's not bad. You got Josh Jacobs, a rookie from Bama. But with all this drama going on in the offseason, like, the odds are already stacked against them. And I'm just falling into that. I'm falling in with the rest of the world. It's like, you know. Yeah. Who I'm cares, not, I'm right? again, I, I guess I'm saying, yeah, who cares? Like, I'm honestly tired of even hearing about the Raiders. Thanks to Antonio. <laughs> and he's not even on him anymore. So Antonio uh, Brown is a Dingosaurus Rex. <laughs> that is my two cents on the subject. <laughs> uh, we'll get on that subject just in a second. Ron, who are you thinking for this game, though? I'm with you. I'm going Broncos all the way. Uh, I mean, Raiders are a bottom bottom five team in the league. They don't have much talent. Lost A.B., went through all that drama all offseason. Um it's already a big L on the Raiders season, so I think it's going to continue tonight. Yeah, I got Broncos going to get this W because not only 
that I have so much faith in the Raiders after the Bears they, they basically traded their what first and second round pick, and then they got the they got the Steelers to trade away a couple picks. I'm thinking they're gonna be a whole new team, and then AB comes and basically tarnishes my dreams of the Raiders doing actually somewhat decent this year. So I I don't see the Raiders coming out. Yeah, you know, like Karan said, the bottom five. And since we're talking about the Raiders. Let's talk about Antonio Brown, man, because this this man has done everything other un, under the sun, pretty much. You called you called you called your what a general manager a racial slur. Uh, yeah, he <laughs> just Shelby's look yeah. is just like we've, we we've, we've we've seen it we've seen it all unfold the last week, and it's just been like every day something's different. Like every every few hours, there was there was news, yeah. right? Like, really though, and the bright and I guess the bright side of this is now the New England New England Patriots just basically. You can either say they picked up gold or they picked up some coal. What do you guys think about that? Karan, what do you think, buddy? Uh, I think it's 100% gold. This was A.B.'s plan the whole time. Um, straight from the beginning of the offseason, A.B. goes into that hyper whatever chamber. Frostbites Fro- the bottom frostbites of his, foot. his feet. He's setting it up for him to go in training camp, make a ruckus. Chose his helmet to make the ruckus. And then after that, just completely off the rails, posting videos, talking to his coach, asked, demanded the release via uh, social media. Um, so A.B. set this up the, the whole way. I don't know if you guys saw the reports that the Patriots were interested in uh, trading for him, but, and obviously the Steelers would have never, initially never would have traded, obviously, the best one of the best receivers to one of their rivals. Um, so I think A.B. knew Patriots would have interest. He told his agent, set a deal up, demanded the release, and then now he's going to act like a perfect little saint and be the Belichick way and be an all-pro receiver for the Patriots. That's just how it's going to go. Yeah, Antonio Brown definitely lost a lot of respect for me this year. Uh, and I have him on my fantasy team, which has been an <laughs> emotional roller coaster. Uh, but I'm glad he's in New England, just for the, just for the record. But uh, beyond fantasy, like it's what he's doing is just like, come on, man. You know what I mean? Like I don't like it at all. And I, I'll tell you why. Because if with what they're saying is true about like all that being orchestrated, and the whole time he's throwing all these fits to get out of Oakland, so he would eventually get an offer from the Patriots. That's messed up. That's really messed up. I hope that's not true. I don't believe that's true. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't believe it's true because I think it would be really really hard to pull off like if he pulled that off like dude he he, need, he needs an acting award also like, you know <laughs> what i mean like and the winner for best supporting actor goes now, to bill belichick for letting this happen right. yes. <laughs> but uh yeah he's he uh, definitely lost some respect for me off the field i know i know he's a top top five receiver in the league top five talent in the league but come on man you can't i lost respect Yeah, and I I definitely have to say that I agree with both Ron and Buzz, but on the field, definitely he's going to be gold. He's awesome. He he does his job very well, and that's why he gets paid for what he does. But off the field, there's going to be a lot. I feel like there's going to be some things going on in the locker room, and especially with how he's been acting. I mean, don't put it past him to act up about different things. But my favorite part of this whole timeline of Antonio Brown was – him getting an Instagram video made about him with O.J. Simpson. Did anybody see that? No. Yes, on Instagram, O.J. Simpson was roasting Antonio Brown, saying, this is not what you do. You keep that in the locker room. 
And oh, I did see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when OJ is telling you to calm down, <laughs> yeah. that's how you know you got a problem. If the glove doesn't fit, you must right. have quit. <laughs> or if you don't like the team, looks like you're going to ask for a trade. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's one thing. That's Yeah, that's. I'm glad you said that because why didn't he just do that in the first place? Why didn't he just demand a release like everybody else instead of causing a ruckus? And But on one side, the one team that did win from all this is the Steelers. Not only did you trade away a toxic man, you brought him to a place that's already toxic. You already ruined another organization, so that just boosts up your morale. <laughs> like, you guys made yourselves look even better. And now the Patriots picked up. They picked up some gold. I'm not going to lie because Antonio Brown, all he had to do was just ask for a, rele- a release and instead made all this fuss and ruckus for no reason. Like, I've seen Stephen A. talk about he's being a bad influence to the kids. Like, that's just showing little kids. It's, all you have to do is make a tantrum and you get what you want. So, I honest, I don't I don't like the way that looked at all, but I guess yeah, Patriots like, going uh, to the Super Bowl this year. Not to mention, like – what is it even about? Like, what is football even about anymore? Like, is it not about just winning? You know what I mean? Right. Like, man. And then he posted the video of his reaction getting released. Like, did you guys see yeah, that? Him yeah, run, him running yeah, around yeah, his like, backyard what? like he just won the lottery. And right when you – a day, not even 24 hours, you hours after you issue an apology and post a video of you and your coach's conversation on YouTube. Like, all that was fake. He is, he's fake as hell, oh, part yeah. my language. He's fake. And my biggest thing is, where's the loyalty lie with a lot of these NFL players? I mean, I understand you're making millions and millions and millions of dollars, but how do you, one, how do you even spend mil, like over $10 million? And number two, I mean, at least for me, if I was put on a team, and unless there was huge circumstances like, one, I'm getting paid way less than the second string guy and I'm the first string guy, then that would be a problem. Or number two if I have a problem with the coach or anybody on the staff, but why not stick? try to stick it out with the team unless you know 100% that there's no way they're going to win a Super Bowl? I mean, the Steelers, they have a good team. It's just they need to figure out how to put it together. And, I mean, especially starting off the first week by going up against the Patriots, I mean, you can't really tell a lot about a team there. <laughs> right. um, and then Oakland, with how much hype they were getting even bef- like during preseason, even last year before the season, the last season was even over, I mean – People thought they were going to do well. So, I mean, my biggest thing with Antonio Brown is I just think he's a child and he wants to get what he wants and he doesn't care how anybody else is going to react to it and he's going to do it any needs possible. So, Antonio Brown, I'm sorry, buddy, but I don't think I like you very much. <laughs> what did you call him at the beginning? A Dingosaurus Rex. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, one thing I do want to, like, I just want to, like, touch on just for one second. I, I worked with somebody who was a a former NFL player, and he actually told me, like, he told me his salary. He told me, like, the teams he played for, and it was cool. But one thing he did say is, like, I just wanted to make sure my house and stuff was paid, my children could go to school, and other than that, I didn't care what happened. And I wish it was like that now because you have – we was going to talk about Melvin Gordon, who's sitting out right now because of contract issues. We had Zeke earlier this year. We had Le'Veon Bell last year. Like, we're seeing this trend go on. And it's going to affect the NFL in the long run in six to seven years. And honestly, it doesn't make it fun to watch anymore. I mean, that's why I love watching college football, because at least the people there, they want to play no matter what. And then you got you have guys like this who are sitting out because, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to make an extra five million dollars in one season. Dude, your contract is all already twenty five mil. Right. Like, come on, dude. That's my that's my hot take on that. 
Oh, no, I like it. I like I it. I like it, too. You're making your presence felt on this first episode. With oh, you. yeah, I love it. I just need you to spit a hot freestyle for us. <clears throat> I, I don't I don't know if I'm ready for that. Um, I'll need to go out and get some more Cheerios and refuel <laughs> for this one. Oh, I don't know. We don't care if you're ready. It's happening, honey. Oh. <laughs> what do I got to pick the beat for? Yeah, oh, no, it's actually happening? Oh, yeah, it's real life. Oh, you in real life, Shoney. It's real life, I thought you were joking. If you want to get some uh, Cheerios real quick while I'm picking a beat out, <laughs> go ahead. It's time for the On The Fly Freestyle. Yeah, Shelby, you got to bust this freestyle for us one, <laughs> <laughs> one good time. Yes. Guys, yes. I'm just saying to the listeners at home or in your Ford Focus going to work, <laughs> I am so sorry about your what you're about to hear. <laughs> You've already done one of these. I know, but I, I have not been really working on my rap skills, only with Jet Lag by ASAP Ferg. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, me and Kron always bomb this. Is this the only one that sounds even close to being I good? It. I bomb it. Okay. Well, huh, if, if I do this, you guys owe me a coffee afterwards. Right. Okay. We got it. Okay. Only if you're good. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I under- understandable. <laughs> All right. Your words, Brady Quinn. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I love him. Even, you don't even have to rap. Just talk normally. I don't, I don't care. Just put right. something on this track. You ready? You can rhyme a few things with Quinn. You got it. Brady, this goes out to you. Uh, 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 uh. Brady Quinn, you're now sitting in big house. <laughs> going commentating football games and stuff but I just want you to know baby I'm still in love with you just kidding please don't take this weird Buzz is laughing at me right now and so are the other boys in this booth but that's okay I'm just trying to be here talking about sports and having a beer with my friends alright you're getting coffee you're getting coffee she's getting a coffee okay but cut out the bad part in the middle I mean, the beginning. We keep it all. We keep it all. Yeah, we keep the good, bad, and ugly. We keep it. We keep it. We keep it all here. Well, since we're still on the topic of hip hop, Nicki Minaj has announced her retirement. She wants to start a family and do everything she wasn't able to do throughout her career. Buzz, you're the Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I'm a Nicki Minaj yeah. lover. Uh, you know what? Uh, it's kind of like Vinatieri, you know, and a dog, a dog, a dog gets its age now. But uh, no, oh, no disrespect to Nicki Minaj, I love her to death. Obviously, uh, I mean, I don't blame her at all. She's she's had she's had a good rap career. I've loved her music, but uh, it, I mean, at this point, you know, it's probably time for him to hang it up. You know, Cardi B's are not saying that she she can compete with them. But you know you got Cardi B out making a stallions like an up and coming female artist. She's already had her. She's already had her shine. You know what I mean? And I th- honestly, I think she's doing it at a perfect time. I think she's doing this perfectly. So, Nikki, I love you, baby. Yeah, but um, cutting off your whole career and um, all that sounds good and everything. Trust me, I'd, I'd like to retire at the age of twenty one, which is what I am right now. <laughs> so, if anybody's out there wanting um, to wife me up, let me know. But. <laughs> To settle down with a guy named Kenneth, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to say no thanks. Um, and I don't know. I feel like yeah, you you can start a career and you can do all this stuff. But at, at the same time, I mean, my biggest thing is as a woman, I want to have the life of being a mom and doing all that stuff and settling down. But at the same time, I I want to work and I want to do all this stuff. I mean, it is different. They have a lot more money than I do. Um, but I don't know. I feel like she's going to get bored, and I feel like this is not the end 
of Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. This definitely is not the end of Buzz's girlfriend. Is she? Let's hope not. Do artists like really retire though? Like, see, that's anytime the thing. they want, they can just go, you know, feature on a song or yeah, make a song. Or... But like, like her saying that though, now her fans aren't expecting anything out of her. You know what I mean? Remember when Lil Uzi said he was never gonna rap again? Uh, I don't follow Uzi. Well, the reason why she's probably deciding to quote unquote retire is because her last album was just. Nothing compared to like because it came out at the same time as Astro World oh, and yeah, how so how can you be Astro World? Yeah. So just bad album release out there, and then now that they're not not now that they're not looking for anything by Nikki to come out when she does drop something, they're all of her fans, including Buzz, are going to be. <laughs> I almost said something very inappropriate, but <laughs> Say, they, I'm just playing, I'm just they will be very excited there about the opportunity to hear that song. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't, I'm not the biggest Nicki fan, but she, <laughs> I feel like she kind of has no choice but to retire. Like you already said the rap, the women's rap game, I, in my opinion, of this generation has evolved because of her. So in my defense, you're looking at the rap game now. You see, it's look is doing good. You you literally have nothing to work for, and uh, like I mean, I understand Cardi B has a kid. Cardi B has a family. Cardi B's 26. Nicki Minaj is 36. She literally has no time to start a family. So I feel like if she has to, if she has to pop one out. It has to be now. Yeah, she don't even, <laughs> like Cardi B already has a kid. Nicki Minaj don't have kids. Yeah, the eggs you know are getting I mean? dry. Yeah, exactly. Like she needs to, she need she needs to get them fertilized. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what, are we really talking about this right now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, honestly, believe that. <laughs> but I do want to. I do want to play a game with you guys. Who's ready to play this game? Fact. Right, foolishness. Over foolishness. Right it's time for fact or foolishness. Fact or foolishness. I do have three questions for you guys that I need answered immediately. First off. Le'Veon Bell and AB's attitudes come from their time in Pittsburgh. It's not them personally. Fact or foolish? Foolish. Really? Yeah, I mean, just because you're in Pittsburgh, like, what does that have anything to do? I know it's maybe a gritty city, but, I mean, I just I just think <laughs> that it's a gritty city. Um, but I just think it's them just being ding-dongs. <laughs> like, honestly, and that's, that's the nicest way to put it. They're... I mean, they've already made it to the top level. At this point, their lives are probably pretty freaking easy, except um, Le'Veon Bell can't figure out what shoes to wear in the <laughs> ice machine. But, I mean, that's, a, that's another story. I'm going to go. I'm going to agree with you on that foolishness. I think, these, I think this is just how they are. Uh, I mean, well, let me say this. I think that, for the record, I think Antonio Brown's attitude is ten times worse than Le'Veon Bell's. I'm, I'm confused how Le'Veon Bell got an attitude. When did this happen? Well, they said it was more Remember organizational. He held out. Maybe yeah. he held out. Maybe that's what he was talking about. Yeah. But, uh, but like, I'm with Karan for sure. I think Antonio Brown is a lot. Yeah. I think it's just Antonio Brown is a person. I think. I think. I mean, he says it himself. No more fake. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's. I think that's just how he is. AB's just a weirdo. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Regardless of rings and scandals alone, Drew Brees is a better quarterback than Tom Brady himself. Fact. That is tough. Fact. Uh, Drew Brees can throw the ball further, more accurately. He can escape pressure. He can run better than Tom Brady. Uh, he's a better player than Tom Brady, but he's not in the same system and doesn't have as many rings. 
I'm gonna say foolishness. Tom Brady is one of a kind. Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Like the comeback he had in the Super Bowl alone against the Falcons puts him above a lot of people to me, even if that was his only Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with a fact. I mean, both of them are products of the Big Ten. Um, Drew Brees coming from Purdue, and then um, Michigan. T- yeah, sorry, Michigan, <laughs> and then. Wait, no, Drew Brees came from Purdue, yeah. Yeah. and then Tom Brady, Tom Brady came, came from, from Michigan. Michigan. Yep, that's what I was trying to say. Okay, <laughs> so You were right. Yeah, you was right. Yeah, you're just now confusing me, Buzz. Sorry. Come on. But, I mean, how can you beat a guy? How, how is somebody better than a guy who has rings? I mean, I know it takes a whole team to win, but at the same time, people want to play for um, Tom Brady, and there's a reason. It's because the whole program around him with Bill Belichick and all this – it's really centered around it's really centered around him and I mean how I don't know I'm going with the man the goat Tom Brady but last question Bill Belichick will go on as the go down as the second best coach underneath Vince Lombardi fact or foolish uh, I'm gonna say foolish and I'm gonna say it's foolish because he's the first best coach ever Wow, okay. I'm with that. I think he's first. Wow. Best. I mean, he's got six right now, right? Six rings. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he won with he won with uh, the Giants back in the day, but he was a defensive coordinator. But with New England, technically. Six head coaching. I think he'll finish with seven or eight. Um, and I, I just think that's numero uno. Yeah, I mean, he is the best of our time. I really can't speak on Lombardi because I don't know. I don't wanna. I don't wanna say Bar- something that I don't know. But I mean, he's the trophy's named after him. Obviously. Exactly. I knew that. You, obviously, you know yes. he's like has some title type town. Of yeah, exactly. Yes. So, I mean, in in our time right now, definitely not knowing all the facts and all the statistics because I was not there when Lombardi was coaching. I'd have to go with Belichick. He's he's a stud. People want to play for him. Um, yeah. Nice. Well, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Man, it's been a long episode, long day. I need to stretch and I need to laugh. I need to laugh my freaking butt off. Somebody make me laugh. Actually, I know somebody that can make me laugh really quickly. Now for the clown of the day. Shelbs, who's your clown of the day today? Oh. Shelby, I know you have the craziest stories of anyone. It don't I've even have to be. Yeah, it could just be a funny story. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the last night, I am snoozing, and then I'm having a dream. I mean, I don't shave my armpits every day because, uh, as I was talking about before the show, guys, I know you don't want to hear this, but I do get pimples in my arm if I don't use all natural <laughs> deodorant. So I'm very just conservative with my armpits. So. I had a dream last night that I just, for some reason, skipped one part of my armpit for years and years and years, and I wake up, I'm still dreaming, I wake up during the dream and I look down and I have a one single strand of hair that goes from the bottom of my armpit all the way down to my waist. So... I would say I'm probably the clown of the day because I was dreaming about having long armpit hair. <laughs> that is definitely a clown. Uh, my clown of the day goes to this teacher in Colorado who gave birth right on the sidewalk, right in front of her school, <laughs> oh, right in front God. of everybody. Now, I don't know if it was in front of everybody, but <laughs> first and foremost, if you're about to pop, why are you even in, at school right. trying to teach? You need to be in the hospital. You need to be at home or something, but... I guess maybe she needed she needed that last paycheck. <laughs> so, hey, at eight pounds, six ounces, live from 
a Colorado middle school. <laughs> hey, not everybody gets um, take-home pay when they're having a baby. So maybe right. she's trying to make a point. Maybe she's, maybe trying, maybe to she's trying to make the world a better give place. Teachers, hopefully give she, pregnant hope, teachers. Hopefully she's still on the clock. Hopefully she was still on the clock. Getting paid to give birth. No, that was just her lunch hour. Yeah, it'd be pretty hard. And then she came back right after. Just imagine like having recess and your teacher's giving birth like right on the side of you. Like you hooping and <gasps> the ball dribbles out of bounds and it just <laughs> hits the teacher's foot and like you walk up and see a see a head popping out of a... <laughs> <laughs> that would be an ugly sight. <laughs> Woof. Oh imagine seeing, my gosh. Nah, never mind. Crime. Uh, my clown of the day is this French nightclub that is debuting... Robot pole dancers. So. I thought you were about to say robot porn, and guess what? I'm against both of those. <laughs> <laughs> You're not into the robot porn? No, nor pole dancing. Um, but yeah, my, why would you want to go to a club and watch a robot? It, the head is like a camera, so that it's like a robot body with some high heels, and then the head is like a little security camera. That is the weirdest looking thing I've ever seen in my life. Why would you want to see that when you could just come over to my apartment and see me do the same exact thing? <laughs> well, my clown of the day is none other than Donald J. Trump. He just, I, when, when was this? This was yesterday. He called uh, um, uh, John Legend trash. And not only that, he said, well, he said guys like born musicians like John Legend and his filthy mouthed wife. Chrissy Teigen. I love Chrissy Teigen. He so said yes. that? Donald filthy, Trump said that? Fil- yep, got it right here. Fil- filthy mouth wife. Jesus. That is our president right there. First off, John Legend is a legend. A <laughs> legend. It's in the name. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't just given that last name. He was born into it. You know what I mean? John Legend, a legend, and Chrissy Teigen is awesome. How could you say something about her like that? Maybe, I guess I need another details. I'm just saying, I bet... He's just jealous of the loving relationship they have because we all know the first lady does not like the president. So she's not the biggest fan. Of no, him. she right. does not like her own husband. And you know, I sometimes I don't blame her. <laughs> this is a total side note, but it didn't have, did you any of you guys see the roast of Donald Trump on Comedy Central? No, tell us about it. It is hilarious. It was it was before he was president, so you guys should go home and watch some highlights of it. Snoop Dogg was on there. Snoop Dogg was roasting a lot. A lot of people were roasting him. And when, I'm just Snoop letting you know, whenever these guys roast him on Comedy Central, they don't hold back. Like they say some hurtful oh, yeah, yeah. shit. So sorry, easy. You guys oh, gotta go. You guys gotta listen to it. Man, is there anything you guys would like to say before we close this show out? The only thing I gotta say is I've been holding in a, a number two like in my stomach for the last twenty minutes. So make it quick, Shilbs. Um, I would just like to say to all the listeners, sorry for not knowing as much NFL knowledge as I should, but I was just given this paper right here that I'm holding up. I know, Ron and Ron, I'm sorry, but I am super excited to see what else happens with the flow. And um, yeah, and if you guys ever want to come over for a chicken, I'll bring, I'll get you that. But no sideshows. <laughs> Karan. Um. Yeah, we're feeling good. We're feeling good here. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky is like Blake Bortles, and I'm going to leave the studio on that. All right. Well, Jacoby's like Fitzmagic, so, I mean, he's going to have three good seasons, three good weeks, but that's it. That's, as a matter of fact, let me turn your mic off so you don't say nothing. Well, if you like us, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Flow Pod. Don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and review on iTunes, and like us on SoundCloud as well. Thank you for listening to us, and we'll see you guys next time.
Former college basketball player Jeremiah Barkey, originally from Gary, Indiana, moved out here to Phoenix, Arizona. Started my AAU program, off the dribble basketball. Right now we're in Arizona, we're becoming to Florida and Indiana real soon within the next year. Hosting AAU teams, camps, and other basketball events. Just love basketball and time to give back. You never be too young to give back. At 22, I feel like it's time to give back. College for everyone, trying to make sure everyone get it. Support this AAU program by following them on Instagram and Twitter at Off the Dribble HQ. Thank you.